Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with Sunny with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so long every day, but it gets us into God's Word every single day, and that helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. You know people who need to change to that focus, don't you? Help them to do so by sharing these short studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and maybe even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're coming toward the conclusion of our study, talking about the power. Where do we find the power to face life successfully and effectively on a consistent basis? Well, life really can do a number on us, can it? We would seem and think in a lot of cases. But all of us really, we have wonderful times in life times when things seem to be going just great, and maybe for a prolonged period of time. But then something happens. It could be illness or injury, or it could be financial setback of some kind. It could be a relational problem with somebody in the family, or maybe somebody at work or a friend or whatever. But whatever it is, and maybe it could be a combination of things, all of a sudden, something seems to turn our life almost upside down. And it can seem to happen almost in an instant. Well, many people, they, as we said, they seek professional help through doctors of various kinds or counselors of different kinds and different sorts, or maybe they'll try to do a lot of research on the internet or buy self-help manuals or go to seminars or whatever. And those can be good and productive steps to take to try to deal with whatever the situation might be. But then a lot of people, they just try to tough it out, and they may actually prolong the problem by doing so. And then there are still a lot of folks who try to simply escape from the reality that they're dealing with, whatever negative circumstances there might be, by just turning to alcohol or illicit drugs or some other means to just try to put it out of their mind, but not really deal with it, not try to work on the problem or the difficulty. So they're problem just gets worse. So we've asked the question, what do we do? What do we do? How do we find the power to face life successfully and effectively on a consistent basis? We looked at what the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13 as our base text for learning how to deal with such a situation in our lives or with life in general that seems to be going really negatively for quite a period of time before us. Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 11, he said, Not that I speak in in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. That was the first step that he needed to take. He needed to learn that whatever the set of circumstances, he needed to to learn to be content. To simply, that doesn't mean accept it and rejoice in it necessarily, but simply accept, okay, it's a difficult situation. With God's help, by his grace, 
with his blessing, I'm going to try to work through this, but I'm going to be content, whatever the situation might be. And contentment is really empowering because it keeps us from losing our focus and becoming all negative and down in the dumps and everything from a, a you know negative perspective. He learned to be content. And then he goes on and he lets us know that he was speaking from personal experience and not just from theory, not just something he read in a book someplace or something that somebody told him about. Now he says, no, in verse 12, he says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Now abased means brought low. Abound, things are going great. He goes on and says, everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Now we talked about what the hungry means there. It's not just the idea that it's getting close to dinner time. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. I can eat a horse. But no, he's talking about going hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Things are going well. Now, things that I need that I don't have the means to provide right now. Now, we read through a number of the personal experiences that Paul laid out in Scripture by inspiration, as he wrote down God's word, God guiding him to include these particular matters and features as he wrote God's very word. So Paul doesn't just, again, speak from the theoretical. He spoke from life experience. We talked about how in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verses 8 through 10, he talked about how at one point he had actually had the death sentence. Now, that doesn't mean he had been necessarily a prisoner in jail somewhere and the judge handed down the death sentence, but he probably was talking about just in some situation, whatever he was facing at that particular time, it it looked like he would probably die. But he said, I needed to learn, or we needed to learn to trust God who raises the dead. And so God could deliver us. He did deliver us. And he says, and I trust that he will continue to to deliver us. And then we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 33, where, where he, we didn't read all the way down through 33, but we read through verse 28, and he talked about, and these were incredible experiences, negative, painful, scary, and one after another. He says in verse 24, well, first, at the end of verse 23, he says that, that he had received stripes, that is, whippings, above measure, in prisons more frequently, found himself incarcerated a number of times, in deaths often, facing death. He said, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. That is 39 lashes five different times. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night in the day I've been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness, in toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger, in thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. 
And besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Have you gone through a whole series of difficult situations, challenging, hard times like that, that would begin to compare with what Paul listed that he had gone through? And of course, he wasn't finished going through those kinds of hard times. He would end up ultimately, we believe, we understand, being executed as a prisoner in Rome. That was still ahead of him, another jailing. (laughs) But he went through all of that, understanding that God could see him through. Remember what he said back in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verses 8 through 10? We needed to learn to trust God who raises the dead. God has that power. He went on in chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians in verses 7, in verses 7 through 10, talking about there was some kind of physical problem that he had. Some have speculated that it was his eyesight. Others have speculated other possible medical disorders. Maybe it was some kind of physical impediment as far as an injury of some kind or a, or a, you know disability of some kind. But he doesn't specify what it was. But it was serious enough that he said he prayed to the Lord three times that it would be removed from him. And the Lord said, no, no, my grace is sufficient. I can work with you just the way you are. I can teach you. I can teach others through working with you that I can, my power can be made abundant, can be made obvious in weakness. And so Paul, he didn't become all negative and offensive and start shaking his fist at the Lord and hating God. He said, no, no, no. He, he, he learned the lesson again. Remember? Verse, verse 11 of Philippians chapter 4, in whatsoever state I am, I've learned to be content. Even in the face of all the difficulties that he was going through. And so he said, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Huh. He said, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so therein lies the third step in the equation that he laid out in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11, verses 11 through 13. First, He learned in whatever state he found himself, whatever the difficult time, whatever the challenges, whatever the hard times might be, he said, I've learned to be content. I've learned to be content. Not going to let it overwhelm me. Not going to let it beat me down. And they said, now I'm speaking from experience in verse 12. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. I know how to be hungry. I know how to be full. I know how to abound. I know how to suffer need. Well, and then 2 Corinthians chapter 11, as we read, and verses 23 through 33. Boy, talk about hardships. Talk about negative situations. Talk about difficulties. He faced them. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, we find him in prison the second time in Rome, the first time he was released. This time, 
from the tone of this letter, he seems to be indicating that he expects to be executed, and we believe he was. But notice what he writes as he comes to a close in this particular letter. Verses 7 through 10. I'm sorry, verses 6 through 8. He says, I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure, his death, is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. See, I didn't give up. I learned to be content in whatsoever state I found myself. I've gone through a lot of negatives, a lot of difficult times, hard times, challenging situations in my life, but I've kept the faith. I did not give up. I did not turn away from God. In verse 8, he says, Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. He did not see execution as an end. He saw it as the crossing over point through which he would receive the ultimate reward, eternal life in heaven. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We'll finish our study next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to see that you will be there for us and deliver us from whatever the situation might be, and that ultimately, walking faithfully, consistently with you, we'll have an eternal home in a place where there is no pain, no suffering, no sickness, no sorrow, no dying, no tears. Heaven itself. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.